that's what we want. Okay. All right. Then I will just get right into it. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And if I don't see you, good game, gamers. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's my new intro. Yo. Does it feel good? Does it feel right? There's a Fortnite ad on this time.is thing, so I know Google is watching me. Uh, hello. This is Fan, fan with the Fan Byte official podcast from Fan Byte Media, the, the company that we work for, uh, where we talk about video games and video game-related and adjacent media properties. We mostly we deal with video game and video game accessories here on uh, here on the show. <laughs> Right, and then that's what's called an anime reference. So it's, you see, it is anime is adjacent to video games, so it's fair. That's game true. To talk about. Yeah, that is the voice of one Merit K, our managing Hi. editor. Hello. Well, how are you? and you're also the managing editor. Eh, nobody cares about me. Oh, oh, <laughs> don't say that. Uh, you know, everyone cares about you, Stephen. That's tr- that we is true. We all care about you so much. But That's I have to true. be magnanimous, otherwise people will know I'm a fraud. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I respect your, uh, uh, you know, that word. I'm uh, my hustle, my loyalty, hustle, respect. loyalty, uh, the thing where oh, you don't show Steven. off too much. You know, all that. See, right. Merit, you know. merit, merit. Here's the. This problem. is why I'm a hi. writer because I know the words. You yeah. Know? Also, hi, I'm John Warren. I'm I'm the editor in chief. I, I actually won a contest to be on the show today, so thank you so much for having me. Yes, yeah. um, I'm buying all those raffle tickets, John. Yeah, I bought all 174 of them. I am out of house and home. Um, but uh, Stephen also dropped a John Cena reference and thought I wouldn't notice or wouldn't call mm. him out on it. So I just wanted to say. Um, the podcast is over, and we have to stop. Well, John, <laughs> I thought a John Cena reference would be appropriate considering this is audio only, which means that everyone listening uh, can't uh, see me <laughs> <laughs> right now. I'm so upset. Okay. Yeah. Well, here anyway, we are. this is episode. What is this? This is episode four, right? Episode Technic- four. It's technically four? F- it's technically four. Yes. Okay, yeah, we have te- to decide on this because we can't keep going back between it's like three and four. So it's definitely four. It's listed in the podcatcher as four. Then, uh, then it's four. Then it's yeah, four. It's then four. it's four. Our, our first just... one was just a really weird, like weird pilot, and now it's. Uh, now it's it's turned into something much uh, more developed, I think. All, all the most successful shows get in on the first try. They use that pilot <laughs> as episode one and just go from there, and then they never look back. Uh, so that's us. Super successful. First go. One take wonder, they call us. <laughs> Nobody calls us that. Uh, yeah, this is probably going to be a slightly shorter episode this week just because not a lot going on right now. Uh, uh, in the news sphere of the video game world, other than stuff that we kind of uh, mentioned last week with the Blizzard layoffs and whatnot, which was, you know, uh, we ended up recording our episode previously last week um, before that major news had hit. But other than that, there hasn't been a lot going on, so we'll probably just go straight into talking about uh, what we've all been playing, watching, reading, and whatnot. Um, Merit, why don't I start with you? Yeah, well, as the Apex champion... Um, <laughs> You the know, canonical one. The the Apex champion, yes. Um, uh, I have been playing a lot of that game. And um, I think it was two episodes ago when I was like, Apex Legends 
where are the Titans? I don't like this. This is bad. And then I think a week after that, I was just, um, I was getting really mad online about it. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I hate battle royale games. They're dumb. I hate competitive games. They just make me mad. And uh, now I'm like, oh, this is actually a good video game. And I think I'm getting to that place where I can play it even with strangers without getting mad if I lose, (laughs) which is good because I have won once uh, of the many games that I have played. But it's very good. I like it so much. Um, yeah, good. It's super enjoyable. Um, I feel like, yeah, it's it's very different from from the days of playing PUBG. Um, I like that you can work as a team even without voice. Uh, and uh, yeah, mostly just been playing that. And then I did, um, I did play Mario too. Uh, <laughs> right. So I I saw this in the notes. Do you mean like? the nes super mario brothers 2 i do that's, because it was that's, just that's released one of my favorites on the nintendo switch online library of nes games hell yeah which is embarrassingly small at this yeah. point i think <laughs> we can all agree <laughs> yep. but mario 2 is probably my favorite nes mario game hell um, yes it's yes. very good but i realized i had never beaten it Oh, wow. Um, and so I did finish it. I had to use save states. I think I probably would have had to start over a bunch of times if I didn't because it gets tough later on. It gets tough, oh, yeah. You yeah. have to, like, ride birds backwards, yep. jump over things. to And, like, the final boss is Wart, yeah, of Wart. course, yeah. or Mamu in the original. Um, in as he's known, jokey, as jokey he's known in Japan. Well, he's also <laughs> known as that in Japan, even in Mario USA, as they call it. Uh-huh. Um, but to beat him... You have to force feed him vegetables because yes, he doesn't do. like them. And it's very difficult because the moment that he opens his mouth, he also shoots out deadly bubbles at you. So there's a very small window to do that. I did use save states. I'm sorry, gamers. I'm sorry I let you down. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i do better next time. Um, just like <laughs> give me another chance. Uh, but yeah, Mario 2 is good. I think everyone should, if you haven't played it, it's on that Switch Online thing, which you have if for no other reason than to play smash with your friends um right well i mean all of us have downloaded it and been just playing tetris 99 non-stop since it came out the hottest battle royale game of february so i, I mean, mean oh my god what up. an incredible what an incredible concept right <sighs> like, like legit actually it's, it's, it's actually really good. such a good idea i haven't played it yet because i'm very bad at tetris but yeah me too i'm same. thinking like i've seen so many tweets that are just like think of all of like the grandmas who have been playing tetris for like 30 years Mm -hmm. and like they're just gonna get on like some guy named like pro gamer x79 is gonna get destroyed by someone whose username is just like beatrice Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's such a good picture in my mind um have y'all played that yet i i haven't played it yet it is sitting there uh in the second slot on my switch next to uh, Final Fantasy IX, which I'll talk about later because I can't Please go do. a conversation without talking about that game. Um, but I, 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 I'll just tell you a quick story. My mom, who was very resistant to get me an NES when I was a child, who, by the way, whose first, but my first game was Mario 2. So I have a lot of real big feelings about Mario 2. So oh, like wow. that's a really good game. Um, but... My mom also low-key got an NES to play Tetris. And, <laughs> oh, like, wow. she, she used to be one of those people that would, like, like, I would just be at school all day. And it was until I was an adult that I realized that she would literally just, like, be at home playing Tetris. Like, for big, big, big parts <laughs> of the day. 
um, like sitting in my little game room, like playing Tetris. She used to tell me about her Tetris dreams. And so I told her about oh, Tetris wow. 99. She does not have a Switch. I think I'm going to surprise her with one for her birthday. And I want to see how well she does with Tetris 99. I'm very excited to see that. Okay, I, so now, I, now I'm curious. Can we just yeah. talk about... I'm done. We, I played some other things. We can talk about that later. Sure. <laughs> can we talk about what games our parents have played over the years? If Absolutely. Any? Yes. Because oh, this is a really fascinating subject to me because I think I think we're all like about the same age ish. Um, and so for the most part, I think um, our parents' generation were sort of like they were pre pre kind of mainstreaming of games. They were like. Right, in, they came of age right in that spot where like the video game crash had happened, but like the NES was just starting to come out, and it wasn't really right. a thing. And like so, gaming was like a kind of a weird, like I only the only people I knew who had who owned consoles who were a, adults as a kid were mm-hmm. like, you know how you have like family friends who you call like uncle so and so or auntie so and so, right? Mm-hmm. They were all like childless couples who had either a gaming PC or like an NES totally. or something. Yeah, um, <laughs> and a which, copy like... of Red Alert Command and Conquer. In my <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, what? Do, like, do your parents play games now? Did they ever growing up? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I can talk extensively about mine. I mean, they had they had an Atari twenty six hundred, which they like pulled out of their attic when I was oh my god when I was like eleven because I didn't <laughs> I didn't give a shit. But then I heard about it and I was like, wow, this sounds cool. And my parents were like, oh, we have one. Let's get it out of the attic. And of course, I played it and I, I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> but I still think it's like cool as shit that they had it and uh, let me play around with it. Um, my mom and I played Double Dragon two to completion. Together co-op about about and I'm not kidding about 35 times. Um, Oh my god! Yeah, like is this like like a once a year thing for you? Oh no, this was many times a year when I was growing up. Yeah, like like several times we were like, "Hey, do you want to go play Double Dragon 2? And she was like, "Yeah," and we went and played Double Dragon two. My mom and I beat all three Streets of Rage games like several times together. Um, big beat-em-up family, I guess. Yeah, she was really big into beat-em-ups, which I thought was, which, like, in hindsight, rules so much. Um, <laughs> um, and then I will tell you one quick story of the time that she took me to a putt-putt when I was, like, 12. And there was a Tekken 2 machine, and I beat a bunch of kids and then got my ass kicked. Um, no, 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 no. Here's what happened. She and I played... She was Yoshimitsu, beat me soundly. And then what happened is that another kid was like, I got next. And I was like, oh, no, my mom is about to get ethered by some (laughs) putt-putt kid, like by some greasy little shitty kid. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know if I'm embarrassed. I don't know if I'm scared for her feelings. But she whipped his ass like really bad and then like, whip the asses of the next like five kids that followed and i was just like what is happening (laughs) um so my weird like six foot tall blonde texas mom is just like kicking ass at tekken 2 uh yeah i could go on for a a while about like my mom being rad at games uh but yeah she she like (laughs) bounced way off of anything after that but uh, yeah, for a while, she she and I played a, a lot of games. 
just circling back to the King of the Hill thing, like, this is literally gotta be the episode, like, the plot synopsis for an episode of King of the Hill, where Peggy Hill just gets extremely oh. good at Tekken. Yeah. Almost certainly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. So she was a big, yeah. Big into fist-to-fist uh, -fist violence. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it was uh, weird, but, you know. That's Yeah, that's not, like, the kind of title you'd associate with, like, the what is that? What is that brand that Nintendo had for a while, where they were marketing to like Nintendo older seal people? Of, oh, older people. Uh, it was on the DS mostly with like Brain Age and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, I have no uh, idea. Not not a lot of beat 'em ups in that mm -hmm. whole. No, <laughs> not not in that lineup. No bare knuckle. No, no bare knuckle. <laughs> knuckle three. You're not um, like you're not just busting it out with uh, Doctor Brain Training. Right. Exactly. Just throwing down in a virtual boxing arena. No, she's not sitting at a windowsill with like a glass of ice water, <laughs> like playing Brain Age. She's like sitting cross-legged on the ground, going like, "God damn it, John! Like you sh pick up the turkey." Like Doctor Zan needs to heal, you know. It's like, <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah, it's weird. Um, wow. But Dr. yeah, Kawashima's Garu Mark of the Wolves. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It was it was good. It was it was. I was very lucky to grow up with like the support of. Yeah, it's cool that you want to play games and I play them too, and it's like a. I don't know. It's like I, it's a pleasant thing for me. So it's, nice. it's good. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, Barrett, did you did it, any of your parents play a bunch of stuff? Um. Well, let me think. Yeah, I guess the reason I brought this up is because um, they've both just like played particular things that I think are really interesting. So like, my dad, when I was growing up, he, like, when I got an SNES he would occasionally play Super Mario World. And hmm. um, one thing that we would do is, like, I would get to any level with water and, like, get really stressed out because <laughs> I think... Because it's water levels do. in Mario? <laughs> it's an innate human reaction, yeah. Um, and so, like, I would go to bed, and then the next day, like, it would be past that level. So I could go to the next Aww. one. So he was feeding it for me, which is wow. really sweet. That's really cute. And then after that, the only game that I'm aware of that my dad has ever been into was San Francisco Rush 2049. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which, my God. Which, which for huh. people playing along at home is the San Francisco Rush racing game where the cars have wings and can do cool stunts. Um, and he thought that was just like the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> and to be fair... It extremely it is. is. Right. And I never even had the full game. I had like a demo of it for the Dreamcast on oh, a, wow, a yeah. demo disc, but he was super, super into it. Um, and then my mom was really into, um, and this is like the most mom thing in the world, was really into Wii Tennis uh, oh when it came oh out. Oh my God. And then, but then like, so I actually, like when I got a 3DS, which was probably like five or six years ago, um, I gave my mom my DSi and like a bunch of games um, like in that kind of genre we were talking about before the brain training kind of thing <laughs> um, and like a bejeweled and stuff and I would go over like over years I would go home and see the DSi sitting in like the middle of the coffee table with like still wrapped copies of bejeweled oh, and stuff and I was no. like okay well yeah. I mean I, I, that's fine I tried and yeah. then I talked to her like a couple months ago and she was like hey 
you need to give me more games for that Nintendo. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> She's like, yeah, no, I like Bejeweled a lot, and I like um, some of these other ones, but you need to, I, I want to get more games for it. So for Christmas, one of the things I got her was, um, I got her like a, a Peggle, I think that's it, where you shoot the orbs yeah. at the other orbs. Yep. And then I got her, place. I got her the uh, the Clubhouse games, uh, which is like a it was a DS thing that it was like fifty. Oh, my mom, and my like, mom loved that. It got I actually did. really good reviews when it came. Yeah, out, it's, it's just like really there's just good. a lot of stuff here. Um, and then I got her the first Phoenix Wright game. Oh my and god! And I don't know if she's played it yet, but I basically was like, "Hey, you like mystery stories, right? Well, oh. what if you could be?" A detective and a lawyer <laughs> yeah <laughs> and a psychic and a psychic sometimes and uh i need to i haven't followed up with her on that but i need to see if she's like because i i could see i could see her bouncing off of it because it's like very different from like the puzzle things um right but it's very similar to like a lot of other stuff um she's into in terms of tv and books so i'm like i think this could could work and um like I don't know. My, if it does, my mom's going to just be a very different person soon because she's also like getting a lot of tat or wants to get a lot of tattoos lately. Oh, wow, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, she got a tattoo. Cool, Actually, um, I took That's her amazing. to get a tattoo with me um, when she was here for Christmas and she got a really small one. And then afterwards she was like, oh, that was easy. I want, a big, I want a big flower now. And I'm like, yeah, that's what everyone does. Um, so maybe my mom will be like a pro gamer <laughs> streamer in like five years. Uh, maybe she'll be the Apex champion. Who knows? Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe she secretly is, has been this maybe whole time. Maybe she already is. She just hides the PS4 whenever I go home. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because she wants yeah. those free DSi games. And she keeps, she keeps finding ways to act like she doesn't know what she's talking about. Oh yeah, so I yeah D, DSR. Um, I've been playing that. Thank you so much. Um, I love the little anime game. I don't know. Yeah, I I she's What's probably his name? Uh, she's probably Pegasus, some yeah Pegasus exactly wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Pegasus wrong. Yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Pegasus no, she's wrong. probably she's a she's a secret Apex champion for sure. Mm-hmm, All right, Steven, mm-hmm. what about what about your parents? So, uh, in very much in contrast to both of your mothers, uh, my mom plays... Well, no, that's not technically true. She, uh, for the longest, longest, longest time, played absolutely nothing. She had made vague allusions to once playing Miss Pac-Man in arcades, but uh, I have not seen the receipts on this. I do not have any <laughs> photographic evidence. Uh, but she she promises that she did at one point. I have tried so desperately to get her to do stuff, but she just like avoids it like the plague. And, and she's a very 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 sweet person. I love uh, her to death, but she just has zero interest in anything like of that ilk. That said, within the last like I don't know two three years or whatever, she has become one of those moms who's just like all about um, King.com games, you know, Candy Crush, and Farm Hero Rescue Saga and whatever the hell those are all called. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's gotten def- like desperately obsessed with a lot of those different things, but refuses to spend any money on them, which, you know, good for her. Uh, already stronger than I am when it comes to playing mobile games, which I will mm-hmm. probably get to after a little bit here. Uh, but my dad, on the other hand, uh, he, is like a cl- oh, he is like a chronic buyer of junk that he picks up and plays once and then never... Touches again. <laughs> okay. That like? is 
such as yeah like like not even like farming simulator but like the like the super shitty farming simulator knockoff that he bought because he went to fleet farm to go buy fertilizer or whatever and they had oh his my <laughs> god <laughs> you're just oh straight up buys games at a, at the like feed a farm store. supply store absolutely that's 100%. incredible yes. Your gander mountains and whatnot yeah 100 uh, what's a gander oh. mountain gander mountain is like a it's it's like it's an a, outdoorsman store it's a um it's a um what's the name of the what's the name of the other one it's uh duluth trading company but that's probably no there, local. there's like one a cabela's of those. cabela's yeah cabela's yep. yeah like a cabela's or a uh the Shit! Now why can't Gips? I think of the name? It's no, kind of, it, like base pro it, shops. It, this doesn't bass matter. Pro shops. No, bass <laughs> pro shops. That's it. <laughs> the bass, bass pro shops. shops. Yeah. Right. Probably a little bit more of a focus on like actual hunting and stuff like that. Like you, you go okay. there to buy an orange safety right. vests. Right. Okay. I see. Um, right. Yeah, he is very uh, much of that like style too. Like he is a banker. So both my wow. parents are bankers, but both of them also grew up on farms and then moved to the city um, after college. Uh, so, and he is very much that person who's just like, like literally like three weeks ago, I was having a conversation with him. He's like, you know, all you kids, you know, you, you, I could, I could go without a smartphone. I have a smartphone, but I could go with, go without it. But you kids, you couldn't live two minutes. You wouldn't survive two minutes without your smartphones. Like he's that guy. Um, but also he's the guy that buys the shitty knockoff, uh, farming simulator games and like NRA varmint hunter or whatever. Oh my God. <laughs> Straight up. Get dying. those varmints. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, that's, that's him today. When we were younger, he was definitely more open to a bunch of different things. And even now he's into, he's into stuff still, if I'll show it to him, but it's just hard to keep his interest in anything for too super long. But back in the day, it was very much, uh, like, just like with you and the water levels merit, but it was, it was less like this Santa Claus like moment of magic where, oh, we woke up in the morning and the level was beaten. And it was more just like us desperately begging him to do the scary parts of Crash Bandicoot, which is anything where we were, you had to run towards the, towards the camera, uh, away from the polar bears and oh, the boulders okay, and stuff sure. like that. Those levels that suck <laughs> in all the Crash Bandicoot games. And we used to like beg and beg and beg him to do those for us because we were terrified of them. Um, and yeah, uh, he used to do that for us as well. And you know, over the years, he's dabbled with a couple of things here and there. I once like caught him playing our copy of Tekken 4 uh, a little bit for a little while. and then. But other than that, no, it's not really a gamer-centric family. I think, my da- I think part of the reason my dad tries to find those games, the, those uh, weird knockoffs, is because he wants to connect with me. But he also is never... <laughs> he's willing to meet me like 25% of the way there, which is like, it has to be a video game. It has to be like a... a uh, uh, NCAA sports game or like a bad farming simulator because he won't meet me to like okay let's play uh, something together let's play like a lovers in a dangerous space time or some indie game he won't do that but he will play a video game and think well this is just like what you do right like you do video game stuff and I, look <laughs> at me I bought one <laughs> can I read to you a line or a few lines from IGN's review of NRA Varmint Hunter. <laughs> you may please. That was it's about 14 years old and <laughs> I would say it has not aged well. <laughs> um the this is the closing paragraph actually. <clears throat> The biggest objection I have with the game, aside from it being roughly on par with a facial performed by a living urinal, oh my. is that you can't even <laughs> Yo. move. 
Remember the other varmint hunter we mentioned? Oh. Want to know how exactly one goes about in creating a title three years after the release of a 1.2 rated game and yet still manages to come out with something more horrible? Easy. Take away the ability to freaking move. The verdict? MR NRA Varmint Hunter proves that some video games can be outclassed by potatoes. It is apparently unbearable. <laughs> So, uh, this was uh -huh. when, this was a time, this was an era. Uh, I'm not sure what this writer is up to now. I'm sure he's moved on to better stuff. Um, but yeah, they did actually produce a full review of, of this product. Of Vermin Hunter. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah, Steven, ask your dad if playing that game is like getting peed on. Because that, that, I'm sure that'll, I'm sure that'll. I'm sure that'll be a fun conversation. Here, here's the actual thing. I have played NRA Varmint Hunter. I played it for oh. Ars Technica. Uh, you can go to arstechnica.com to read uh, what I learned playing Metacritic's all-time worst scoring PC games, which oh is an article God. I wrote back in uh, 2016. Wait, oh what are God. the all-time worst scoring PC games? Like Varmint Hunter, Big Rigs. Uh, yeah, uh, Big Rigs is on there. Uh, wait, is that Bounty Hunter game? No, um... I forget what it's called. It's the, a guy who writes all these like books where he's kind of the protagonist and then he made a game somehow and he just like, just calls people like fuckheads all the time uh, when he kills them. Like just really inappropriate quips, but like no also idea. like really fucked up ones too. Wait, what are the other ones then? Uh, John, do you want to give one quick guess to see if you can pick up one of the other? Ooh, uh, it's the Bad Rats is Bad Rats one of them? Oh, Bad, Bad Rats! Rats. Is, mm, I don't know if Bad Rats is out in 2016. Remember? Yeah, you're probably right. That was yeah, that was probably after. Um, I don't know. I don't know. If, uh, there's one on here that is like a very. I don't. I, I don't know. I remember it being a big thing. Uh, uh, oh wait, 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 wait. Is it um that game where you're like a uh, hillbilly or whatever, like quote unquote? And oh, you're like you... running around. I'm not talking about Red... running rampage. You're not I'm talking, talking about, about this. One. Okay. Oh, no, what, about, not... what about Postal Two? Was that Postal on there? Two is not on there. No, oh, okay. weirdly enough. Right. Uh, I think Merritt, are you thinking of Ride to Hell Retribution? Uh, the, the biker oh, game no, from, but yes, sure, sure, yeah, yes, that game that's is pretty it. Sure. Wild. Yep. Wait, Deep yeah. Silver published that? I I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was Deep Silver. Wait, that is, yes, they did. That is, okay, that's slanderous if we don't back that up. <laughs> no, it <laughs> is. It absolutely okay. is. Okay. I remember them doing that at the time and being like, How, why are you guys even attached to this? Why even put this out? <laughs> okay. Uh the other ones are uh Realms of Arcania colon Blade of Destiny. Whoa, uh, okay. Which is like a fantasy game that is very bad, and I remember at the time. Uh, noting that uh, they use the same voice actor for all of the NPCs, both male and female. Um, so it was just like this big gruff dude voice coming out of like an old uh, woman uh, NPC in the town. Love um, it. Which is bad look. Uh, and then the other one is U.S. Navy SEALs, colon, Weapons of Mass Destruction. Ooh. Oh. Uh, is the other one on here, uh, which is, uh, as you can probably guess, uh, very has held up very well. <laughs> Since the time that it came out. I bet. Yeah. Was that one of those official army ones? I don't oh, think so. God. I think Weapons of Mass Destruction was like an, like an old uh, budget game brand. And this is maybe like the last one of those budget game brands that they made. Or what, one of those that they made. Okay. Do you remember <sighs> the, the Seals game for the PS2? It was like actually pretty good. Like SOCOM? SOCOM, yeah. yeah so oh, yeah. SOCOM was, is awesome. SOCOM is pretty great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah this is not as good as Socom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so I I remember playing those games back the back then. That was that was a good time. NRA Varmint Hunter. Uh, <laughs> one of the worst reviewed PC games of all time. Uh, also, oh. one of the first. Uh, I don't know if you guys. Do you guys remember X Play? Do you guys remember? Did you guys ever watch G Four TV? Yeah, I did. No, I don't think we had that in Canada. We just had. Oh sure. Uh, we had Electric Playground. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You know that definitely that? got syndicated here. Yeah. That, that had was on uh, G4. what's his right. name? The the composer guy. Um, Tommy Tellerico. Tommy Tellerico. He did I, reviews on the run. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. I, it's so weird that you say that, Merritt. For me, G Four seems like such a channel that would be in, on in Canada. Oh I don't, God, yeah. I don't even know what I mean by that. <laughs> but like, like that shocks me. I'm like, G Four seems like the ultimate thing that would just. You be know, on I think we did. I think there was a G Four Canada. Um, okay. But it's I just, just I don't, it was just, just 24 hours of Tommy Tallarico. <laughs> it was just a live stream. Um, no, I don't know if like I got it like as a kid, like or if it didn't come up until later or whatever. But um, I have heard like, of it because well, it was originally tech TV. I don't know if that. Yeah. Brings it right. Girls. Yeah. And then, yeah, Tommy Tallarico was on a couple of different shows. He was on Judgment Day was the other one that they had, mm-hmm. where they would, yeah. like, review two very, like, thematically similar games. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Wait, they can I tell you similar? some facts about Tommy Tallarico that I've oh, just learned? Yeah, oh, God. Please. This is great. Uh, first of all, if you go to his Wikipedia page, his featured picture is amazing. It's I'm him playing now. the guitar okay, on well, stage gonna, gonna look this up and right screaming. Okay. <laughs> Tommy Tallarico. Uh, I didn't know that he did the video games live thing. I didn't know that oh, that yeah. was a Tallarico joint, but that that's was. Like his, that's like his whole thing right now. <laughs> that's his whole thing now. Um, he collects balsamic vinegar. Merit? Merit? Have you read down to the like the most buck wild thing, I think, uh, that I see on this whole uh, Wikipedia page? <laughs> that he has a statue of Merlin in his house? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I did see that. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. Maybe I'm wrong about what. What are you? What most... are you saying? What's your? What's the most buckwild fact about Tommy Tallarico that you know? <clears throat> Tallarico was also inspired by his cousin Stephen Tyler of Aerosmith. Holy um, shit. sorry, <laughs> what? What? Tallarico would attend what? his cousin's concerts as a kid and grew a desire to become a musical performer. Oh my god! Huh. Okay, last thing. I, I do want to just read the full thing where the statue of Merlin came from. Okay. According to the LA Times, his house in San Juan Capistrano looks as if a 12-year-old with a huge bank account went wild, including <laughs> a life-size Indiana Jones, several Star Wars characters, and a statue of Merlin. <laughs> oh, I love the So that concludes the... <laughs> Uh, catching up with Tommy Tellerico segment of this podcast. Uh, I'll be straight up. I do kind of missed you for. <laughs> oh, I like so so uh, Ryan Stevens, who you should definitely have on the podcast at some point because he's oh, great. Yeah. Um, he he worked at G Four for like five years. Like he was oh, like really? one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like helped produce like a bunch of episodes of X Play, and um, so like I remember that coming on when I was kind of at the tail end of high school for me um, was when G4 was like on my, like added to my cable subscription at home. Right. And yeah, like I watched a ton of it and most of it now would probably make me 
like make my skull pop out of my skin. It was so cringeworthy, but like, right. um, but yeah, like it was incredible for the time. Actually, really ahead of its time. Like really, right. really, really ahead of its time. X X Play, um, I remember very specifically, like doing a lot of the like sketches and stuff that they did for those reviews and whatnot. Yep. Is like proto YouTube like yeah, style. It, yeah, it was definitely strange then, and now it seems very, very familiar. It's it's right. odd. Um, but yeah, Tommy Tallarico. Wow, I'm I've never been to his Wikipedia page. Now that's an sure I haven't there. heard in a long time. <laughs> they told me you was dead. <laughs> know him? I am him. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's, I feel like we're missing something here because Tommy Tallarico is just one of those people, and this is probably slanderous if this is incorrect, so just like take this with a grain of salt. He just feels like one of those people that in, in my, the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, isn't he supposed to be like he, terrible? He's like, a bad dude, right? Like that's immediately what I thought, too. That's immediately right? yeah. what I thought, too. I, I, yep. I'm going to search because I don't – I haven't – I mean, there's nothing on his wiki, but there could be a lot of stuff. Let's uh, – Tommy Tallarico terrible. Um, <laughs> No, look up. No, uh, no, 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 no. Tommy Tallarico canceled. Oh, oh god! No, but that's just gonna say his show is canceled. Oh no, you're totally right. <laughs> Earthworm Jim canceled video game. Uh, uh huh. Wait, there's a thread called Tommy Tallarico douche or not douche. You know what? My cursory look. I don't. I haven't found anything. I feel like he was just one of those people where in the back of my head I was like, oh yeah, he's. He did something really nightmarish, right? It's, I don't think he did. I think he's fine. There I is think to- he's fine. There is totally like a like what is it? it's what is it called the Streisand effect is, or no 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 that's different from something else the the Mandela effect with him though of like I definitely remember there being some controversy in his past and it's like <laughs> but no totally not like the Berenstein Bears Berenstain Bears thing right like right it, right it's right, just of course. it's this like thing that is over like the entire world I think like all of our listeners listening right now are probably like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm like yeah i i know that too but yeah no i i can't think of anything specific so yeah well we wish so that's all the games we've been playing (laughs) yeah yeah we wish Uh, him the best unless he's awful (laughs) in which case no that's what we've been playing we've been playing tommy (laughs) tallarico's wikipedia page we've been playing this interactive adventure game Uh where you Try to research Tommy Tallarico. You try to dig up receipts on Tommy Tallarico. Hey, um, hey Tommy Tallarico, just just if you didn't do anything bad, just get at us and let's let the, you should be on the podcast. Okay, okay but can I just say I think the only reason that we've been talking about him for this long in this podcast mm-hmm. is that his name is just really fun to say. It's, it's a, a really, really good, good name. It's a good one. It's, it's a, a really good name. Good name. Yep. Um, because if his name were like Thomas. Uh, Jones, this segment would have ended like five minutes. Well, ago. but his name would have been Tom Jones then, who is also a singer. Oh my god, no, I ruined I did it. And oh. cousin to Tommy Tellerico, actually. Oh my god. Holy shit. Six degrees. Uh I mean, dude was homeless and living under a pier when he got a job wow. at a guitar center and then caught the eye. Of someone who worked at Virgin Mastertronics, so we wish him the best. And um, yeah, Video games live is cool. Yeah, that's a cool thing, right? Um, People like that. Please, please don't flood our mentions with what Tommy Tallarico actually did. <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> I'm so scared now. I'm just <laughs> getting getting the worst dirt on Tommy Tallarico. If you Tallarico. know it, if you if he if Tommy Tallarico did something and you know what he did, 
his Wikipedia page is right there. <laughs> Don't tell us. What are we going to do about it? Right. Yeah, I exactly. have no power to cancel him. <laughs> go to Wikipedia. Just go to uh, Wikipedia because they love when people just start adding things to pages like that. Um, that's its own thing. That's its own effect. Uh, oh, some kind, yeah. The, the House of Wax effect. Uh, I don't know if any, yeah, that's an Idle Thumbs thing for people who listen to Idle Thumbs or listen to <gasps> Idle Thumbs. Remember those guys? Remember when they do were not like in the world? That. Oh, do, but do you remember when those guys existed? When Campo Santo and all those guys were like alive and not like shrouded behind the like veil of Valve for the past like six months or something like that? Like, remember uh, in the Valley of the Gods and how that's a video game that's going to come up one day? <laughs> No, yeah, one I don't day. know anything about any of those. No, that, I'm so, no, they've already been erased from the timeline. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. oh no. Gabe, what have you, what have done? you done? Gabe. Gabe. My, oh, no. Gabe, my, newspaper, <laughs> my newspaper clipping with a picture of Chris Rebo's face is disappearing. <laughs> uh, anyway. I, so, do uh, we have to escape the black hole that is... <laughs> Tommy Tallarico. Yeah, um, we have to get out. I also played the uh, Demon X Machina demo. Yes, oh, yeah. you did. Which was fine. Yeah, it was good. Fine. It, it was, was it good. was interesting. There's some interesting stuff that I want to see where they go. The characters seem really funny and like um, charming in really? like, those stupid no, ways. Because I have like I have no sense of like characters or like anything like that. So that's right. Awesome. Of there being characters, you mean? Yeah, not really. Like every yeah. every trailer, every like piece of footage has been very right. like, mech oriented and kind of yeah. weird. And I'm like, I don't even know what this is. Like I've been so, I've been yeah. literally waiting for you to tell me what this okay. is. Like. Can I tell you? So do you want me to perfect. tell you what it is? I do. Okay. Yeah. So basically, as far as I can tell, it's like some kind of future setting where a moon or the moon. I don't know, has collided oh. with the earth and people are still alive somehow. But basically some kind of extraterrestrial force has turned AI against humanity. Hmm. And so there are these people who that same extraterrestrial event gave certain people these kinds of powers and enabled them to like interface with these giant robots. Um, so you're one of those people. Um, and you're basically most of your job is like just cleaning up these rogue AI and occasionally you have to fight an immortal, which is those uh, those aliens. But you work for like you're it's like very like capitalism, like future capitalism, mech warrior mercenaries kind of thing mm-hmm. um, where you work for some like like vaguely threatening organization that's like. You are a valued part of our organization. However, if your damages exceed your like um, your profits, your value will be reevaluated. Um, and then, like, so you're just talking to this like computer, and then you have you encounter all these other mercenaries from like other uh, groups, I guess, or organizations, right. and they all have pretty distinctive like characterizations. Um, there's like voice acting for a lot of it too, which is cool. Okay, um, and. Huh you end up fighting them sometimes. The mech combat was like a little tough for me to get used to. And like stylistically the game is really interesting, but like technically it was really like choppy and like the textures look really, it looks like a PSP game or something to me. Oh, um, okay. But it's Most fucked me. up thing you've ever said about Damon X Machina. <laughs> <laughs> and there was this thing too, like there's character customization. All the characters you can make are like 
pretty ugly, I will say that, which is kind of sucks because, um, you know, I got to make like a handsome yeah, you, mech pilot. You, yeah, we got to have um, cute, cute characters. Oh, yeah. But so you can get upgrades to your character, which are like, for, well, first of all, you can change your um, your character's appearance and whenever you want, including like gender and height and all this stuff too, because they're just like, yeah, it's the future. We got surgery to do whatever we want. We got Star Trek tech. You can just yeah, change great. your face. Fine, go for it. Yeah. Oh, you're an old man now. All right. All right. Um, cool. But also, you can get like upgrades to like your abilities um, because you can get out of the mech sometimes uh, if you want to or have to. Oh. You're very weak, as far as I can tell, when you do that. Um, but you have to get out when it's destroyed. So huh. you'll get like upgrades to your outer, which is what these people are called, and. Um, some of them it'll say like warning this will permanently or like this will significantly affect your body and it's like okay this is like the kind of disclaimer you get when you get a tattoo or a piercing Um, right and so like i was like okay i'll get these like improved legs to get a double jump that sounds cool no yeah yeah well you can remove them but so like i was like yeah give me the double jump that sounds cool so like it's like okay cool it goes to black and then it comes back and my character has like prosthetic robot legs um, oh. which like don't look like like they're not like human looking robot legs they're like um chicken what's legs that? uh yeah kind of like what's the animals like they're digitigrade yeah, legs the, right 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 totally um yep and uh it's like oh that did change how i look and so i don't know if that's gonna like affect anything at all like how people interact with you in the game but it was kind of interesting to me that like they're like Okay, you can have this if you really want it, but just just FYI, your eyes are going to be soulless white orbs now. So, like, <laughs> just think about that for a second. So, I don't know. I'm going to see what the finished version is like. I'm interested. I never played any of the um, uh, heavy... Wait, what is it? Armored uh, Core? Armored Core games, except for, like, a demo one time. But the concept is very appealing to me. Um mm-hmm. So all those disclaimers make it feel, you know, make it seem like, oh, don't forget, you have to go home for Thanksgiving in two weeks. Are you sure (laughs) you want your mom to see your weird ass dog legs and soulless eyes? It's like, I'm like, like, uh, oh, God, man, good point. Maybe I should wait till like the third mission. Um, I, oh man, I've never felt more. <laughs> I've never felt more seen by a video game in my life. Really like, two weeks ago, I had like I I gotta go see my dad for his birthday, uh, but I did just paint my nails, and I don't want to have right, to fucking hear right. him talk to me about that. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to flip that septum piercing up when you go to the <laughs> battlefield to see your CO because he's gonna be pretty upset about it. Uh, I, I will <laughs> say this about the game, though the actual game part of the game. I feel like I've seen like three, four trailers for this game, and like ninety percent of what you described is not in any of those trailers. Right. Like, yeah. I had yeah. no idea okay. you could get out of your yeah. mech Shogo style. Yep. The actual game part is like is fun. I feel like it's gonna take some getting used to because it is like a mech game where you're like, okay, you have two different weapons. You have one in each hand. You have to like manage like flying and like turning and your radar and stuff. Um, I get the sense that it's going to be a little less like technical than those games, just because it looks more like um, more like say like a Gundam wing than like the other like really mm. military Gundams. It's okay. a little more flashy, more and of a colorful. Gundam wing, less of a uh, OAF MS team. Sh- I will take your word for it, because <laughs> okay. Gundam Wing is the only one I've seen because it was the only one that ever aired on Canadian TV, oh, and wow. I know it's the worst one. 
but it, I, it's not the worst one, but it is not representative I, of what Gundam but really I, is. But I can't like. watch any more of them. <laughs> it's man for for people out there who don't know, Gundam Wing is like the CW version of Gundam. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. yeah. It's the one that you uh, see the most accurate. on forum signatures when you go back in time to like the oh, early two yeah. thousands and look at message boards. Well, There's a lot even, of that. Even here in the states, it was the it was the first one that ever aired on Toonami. Which, if you were a kid in the early two thousands getting into anime for the first time, that's where you did it was on Toonami because that was that's like all you had. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, mm. I have been talking <laughs> a lot. What have you guys been playing? John, tell me about Final Fantasy IX, and Stephen, oh, tell me about uh, everything else you've been playing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I well, I I will yeah. So, I I bought the 7th copy of Final Fantasy 9 that I have ever owned uh when the Switch version was announced and Can, can I stop you there for just yeah, one second, John? Yes. When you say 7th copy, yeah. You do mean literally 7th copy, right? I literally mean 7th copy. Yeah. yeah That's you not posted something about it. Yeah. Yeah, I I wrote a ranking of my seven copies that I've owned, um, and I still I still own six of them. Uh, the my favorite is my first one that I lost in a move, and uh, I'm very sad that I lost it. But yeah, I I still own six copies of this game, and that that has really snuck up on me. It wasn't until I like completed the purchase through the Switch eShop, I was like, let me take an inventory of how many copies of this I own, <laughs> and I was like. This is this is not great, John. Like this is this is, <laughs> this is really like it, it doesn't make sense that you've done this, but um, it is one of my favorite games. And playing it on Switch is really, really, really delightful, as predicted. I mean, like it's such a, a tired uh, idea at this point, but just like porting anything to Switch is like. Perfect. Like just it's do objectively it. good. It like, increases just do it. the net yeah. goodness in the universe. Yeah, just it do does. it. It's not like, like the game's already made, guys. Why can't you just, just put do it on it. Switch? I mean, I mean it's like there. like last night, like my like my wife and I went to bed and I wasn't I I have a really bad habit of drinking coffee after like six PM. And oh, yeah. No. Yeah, 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 I do. And so Wait, Steven, you too? Yep. No, yeah. oh, guys. I yeah. almost had a Happy third hour. coffee today at four and was like, no, I'm so, gonna be good to myself. But between the hours of four o'clock and six o'clock, the coffee shop across the street from me has happy hour, and everything is half price. That's so it's the best time a of day. Thing. That's that <laughs> they is a thing. They made it up. It's not Merit. a thing. Merit, it's so much a thing that Stephen sent me a message earlier, going, <laughs> "Hey, uh, yeah." He was like, "Hey, I might be late to the meeting at two o'clock because the place across the street is selling half off coffee." And I was like, Steven. "Hey, you do you, man. I, Steven. you know, I, do I, you guys I, sleep? No shame in your game. Let's just." Let's do it. Um, I no, I mean, like, yeah, so, sorry, I don't no, want to answer, coffee and shame to answer you. your question. No, I don't. Sleep. Well, I mean, the, what 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 usually happens with me is that like I, um, if I am, uh, like the predictability of me being affected by caffeine is very wild. Like it's very mm. random. So like mm-hmm. every like I'm drinking a coffee now. There's probably a 50, 50, 50 chance that like. I will just be able to zonk out at like 10 o'clock and it's fine. Mm-hmm. And, but there's also another chance that I will just be like wide awake until one or two. Um, but last night it was just so great to just like, okay, my wife is like ready to go to sleep, but I'm not. So I just put <laughs> in my headphones and played Final Fantasy nine in bed for like two hours. And it's, you know, objectively the best Final Fantasy. So 
Okay. Um, no arguments you know, here. Yeah. So it's just, uh, it's really great. Although I will say, and not that this needs to turn into Final Fantasy cast, although it could. Um, I, I would. Lo- I, I'm really bothered by the lack of porting and love for eight. That's really, 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 really bothering me lately. Isn't- isn't that like a technical issue? Isn't th- I thought that was they keep what saying I heard. that, but they but they like made a remaster of or like they they did a version that came out on Steam and it's like fine. Oh, is it on Steam? Okay, yeah, I had it's no on idea. Steam. Like uh, my I have a copy of FF8 that's on Steam and it runs fine. Like I, uh-huh. I I don't know if it's a demand issue or what, but it's like it seems like such a slam dunk because it's like quote the weird one, but it's also the one like it'll sell like gangbusters. Like I don't oh, know I'm why sure they. It would. Yeah, it's like I, I, it's just such an odd thing to me. Anyway, that's uh, that's quick, John's soapbox. Real Thanks. quick, I just <laughs> yeah. want to plug my friend Rory France's comic about Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, um, it's that yes, totally. Oh, did you see that? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's a fucking genius. But yes. it went up um, like fall. It was like October last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, it's very good. It's called I'll Be There. So if you it's, just search I'll Be There, good. Rory yes. Francis, you'll find it. Um, it's just all about Final Fantasy VIII. And, Rory, um, Rory France is also a wonderful uh, follow on Twitter. Uh, oh, he's yeah, no, he's a good friend of mine, and yep. um, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, that comic is great. Yeah, that's a good plug. Good plug. <laughs> <laughs> good plug. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So I've been playing Final Fantasy IX. It's objectively the best one, and uh, I love it with all my heart. It's like a warm hug. And uh, thanks. <laughs> VV for life, ride or die. VV for life, ride or die. Thank you. I, I don't even. I don't care that Steiner is a cop. Someone like posted, like I don't remember who. I don't remember who it was, but someone tweeted the other day. They were like at the name screen, and they just wrote a cop for Steiner. And I was like, oh my god. I was like, it's so accurate, but oh, and it is, man. and it is truly accurate because also Steiner is the biggest like doofus of that entire. Cast he is, as well, yeah. So. I mean, he's such a dipshit until like ninety percent through the game. So, um, but yeah, no, I I still love that game a lot. Yeah, cool. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then it's just Apex. Like, Apex and Final Fantasy oh, right. I'm I'm either, like, right in the middle of, like, the, the most current thing, or I'm playing literally a 20-year-old game in the sleeping <laughs> times. Um, yeah. Uh, I was going to ask, actually, about, like, Final Fantasy IX on Switch. It sounds like they have not, like, fixed... It's just a port of the mobile version, right? Which Yeah, has, it's a like... port of the worse version. Yeah. Right, it, yeah. Yeah. Like, the textures look bad. They just look bad to my eyes like they just Mm -hmm. don't look right and then the bugs with the music and all this other stuff yeah they haven't fixed any of that it's really a bummer and i I could forgive a lot of that personally uh as somebody else who probably i probably own at least three copies of final fantasy 9 i own i definitely own two physical ps1 copies and i definitely own it on ps4 you need to catch up steven (laughs) i I know i i'm way behind on my final (laughs) fantasy consumerism for sure Um, don't worry if it one once Nintendo buys Square Enix uh, after the the Quiet Man Two tanks, uh, I'm sure that Nintendo will put oh it in the. God. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that Nintendo will put it in the uh, uh, Switch eShop for oh, me. The Quiet Man Two. That's the most cursed thing you've ever said. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, that's yep. Uh, catch it. <laughs> <laughs> 
trying to think like what else even like Square Enix has going on right now, like for actually like new games. I mean, Andrew was uh, losing it over the yeah over Final the, Fantasy, the 15 Final Fantasy fifteen. I, I listen, Andrew's not here to defend himself, but I, I don't understand the love for Final Fantasy fifteen. I don't understand why you would spend. They guys really think about this. How long from beginning to now that they're still making stuff for Final Fantasy fifteen? How long has that game in, been in development? That oh, I mean, is yeah. like like we've been laughing about Crackdown three for like weeks, but like that is bonkers. Like from the time that Final Fantasy Versus thirteen was announced to, oh, we're still making DLC for this game that came out like what two years ago now or something yeah, like I think that so. yeah. is is. I, I mean, whatever. I, if y'all love it, cool. I totally... I chase your bliss. That's great. I... It's a... I, it's a head-scratcher for me. Yeah, and then, and they did cancel, like, 90% of that. A lot like, of it, yeah. DLC, yeah. <laughs> Made a press conference to announce that they were canceling DLC, which <laughs> yeah, yeah. never happens. Yep. Um, because why would you? Oh, it's, so, yeah. it's so strange. And yet, The Quiet Man 2 in stores now. <laughs> What's the Quiet Man? Oh, oh do you not know Merit. the Quiet Man? Merit, Merit. It's the John Wayne movie, right? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Who, oh, by no. the way, did you know that John Wayne was pretty racist? I've got the <laughs> <What>? <laughs> John Wayne is canceled. He, he was a bad guy. He, do you know that? <laughs> That's been. I sorry. I we don't have to talk about this. No, but, but it is I, funny it, to see a lot of people finding it, out today, it so as if funny. we're recording this, that John know, Wayne was that a bad John guy. John Wayne was not. That did not have great views on basically anything. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to know the most cursed thing, though, that happened to me when I was looking at uh, the John Wayne, like, John Wayne cancel thing and trying to figure out what the fuck was going on with that and why people were talking about John goddamn Wayne in 2019? <laughs> yeah. Uh, was one of the top tweets was somebody uh, had written, um, who is John Wayne? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> no! I mean, yeah. Why should teens know who John Wayne is? I mean, that's, that's also true. True. I mean, okay. Wait, yeah. I'm looking at the wiki for the Quiet Man now. Okay. Oh yeah. wow! me off the top. Oh, this seems yep. like oh no. I'm about to DM Uh-oh. you, Merit. I'm about to DM you a GIF. <laughs> Just so you know, it's coming for you. The Quiet Man is coming for you. <laughs> uh, okay, Square Enix's this. best game uh, released last year. One of the first reviews. I believe it was maybe the first review on fanboy.com ever. It might have been. It was, no, Forza 4, Forza Horizon 4 was the first technically. And I think A Quiet Man was second, which is, right, let me see which this. is very upsetting. What but is, thank you, thank sorry, you, Terrence. what is... What is this? What am I looking at right now? I just saw a man uh, deflect a man's punch and then punch him into the bathtub while sort of moving as one would if they were kind of like a... I, I don't know. Like a mannequin given animation? Like a <laughs> like mannequin it. given life, like in Mannequin. Like uh-huh. in the movie Mannequin, yeah. Except instead of falling in love, he just punches this guy and takes his briefcase. Right. Or no, he has... The, what he is this? He flips the briefcase from one hand to the other uh, through the air. Oh, and this isn't even the most buck wild thing about this game whatsoever. No. The Quiet Man. Okay, for for the we've talked we have officially talked about it so long now that we need to actually explain what this explain is for. Okay, please. that's fine. Yep. Um, the Quiet Man was a uh, is at, at its most reductive. It is a 3D beat 'em up, a very short, bad 3D beat 'em up that was released by Square Enix last year. That is intercut with cutscenes that are. Uh, FMV. So there's like a lot of FM uh, full motion video within the Quiet Man, but 
The twist is that the main character is deaf, so there is no audio throughout the entire game. There are full five to ten minute long cutscenes of characters just having dialogue as if it was a movie, as if it was just like a normal cutscene, but you, the, the listener, cannot hear anything and there are no subtitles. So the entire story of this buckwild thing, of this weird, like, AFI-looking um, street punk who is going through beating up a bunch of ethnic minorities through that New York is, City. Hey, Steven, I'm going to stop you. Please don't bring AFI into this. <laughs> okay. Like please, like, please don't bring Davey Havoc into this conversation. <laughs> Okay, but keep going. I, I do apologize to, <laughs> to the, all the, the AFI heads out there. To, to David Havoc This, this is all. the video game equivalent of, the, of people who are like, I used a wheelchair for a day. Here's what it's like. Oh, yeah. And no, like, well, hey, guys. Right. Hey, yep. guys. Yep. Like, yep. Or like, I pretended to be blind for a day. Like, It's that times a thousand. It's that times a thousand and like, also racist. Yeah. And also cool. racist. Cool. Cool. Why not, right? Yeah. Can I just say, can I quote something from the wiki for you? Uh, yes, yes, please. Um, the Ball State Daily News called it bad. <laughs> the Ball State Daily News called it bad. The Ball State Daily News called it bad. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna look State. at my... I, I, this is really good because... I'm going to look in my images, in my images folder. I believe I have cut and pasted that exact thing to someone. <laughs> I, I really do think, uh, I'm, I'm like, keep talking. I'm going to find this because I no, think I've found that. that's all I had to say. The Ball State Daily News called it bad. That's, that's it. That's the best. I, I will say that's this. It. I do need to, I won't do it on this podcast because it, it would take too much time, I think. What am I listening to? Oh, my what God. I did. I When Terrence... Reviewed this for us. Thank you, Terrence Wiggins, for being a trooper. Uh, <laughs> I literally copied and pasted the Ball State Daily News called it bad <laughs> and dropped it and dropped it into his private Discord uh, <laughs> the day he reviewed it. So thank you. I thank you for reminding me of that. That is the best. <laughs> what, I, what I do need to find out about the, the Quiet Man at some time in the future, though, is if it is now one of the top five worst-reviewed PC games on Metacritic, and see if I need to update. If I need to quit my job to go update that article first. <laughs> this sounds like the Bye Bye. Like the title is this bad. The Bye Bye Man. Like the Bye Bye oh, Man. I know uh-huh. the Pee Pee Poo Poo Man. Yeah. Oh boy. No, it's it's super terrible. And then like, oh, okay. The the other thing, the other great thing about this is, so as you play the game, it just it's just a bad brawler where you're beating up like these gangs of like very bad ethnic stereotypes. And then like, but also at the last like quarter of the game, and it's super buggy and super terrible. And then the last like, not even quarter, like the last ten percent of the game reveals like there's a bunch of magic stuff going on, and you get superpowers because you put on like a play doctor <laughs> mask, and you beat the crap out of like your best friend who you find out murdered your mom when you were children and just, oh it, that game is and there's like some weird oedipal stuff too in the flashbacks to you as a kid or you oh, sorry no. to the quiet man as a kid no. um with his mom it, it's it and then but then at one week after so mm, this is the real kicker of the quiet man which was at the end of the game when you beat the game the quiet man if it didn't, if you didn't reach a game-breaking bug, which did happen to Terrence when he was reviewing it, and he had to restart from the beginning, but thankfully the game's only like two hours long, um, you got like a timer on screen. It was just like 
in uh, you know like like literally like a 24 style deet 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 thing counting down to one week from the release date of that game because that was when they patched in the audio <laughs> oh yeah because it was yep. like okay come back and beat the game again and to get the full story gamers was their mm-hmm. whole shit yep yep Yep, and yep, then they yep, put yep, out, yep. oh, and it was like the worst reviewed game ever, and they put out like a trailer where they were like trying to say like, like, oh, everybody hated this game before the audio was in it, but now that they have the context, it's one of the greatest stories ever told. It was like this super like, uh, 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 what's the, what's the movie that everybody, when is, oh, Citizen Kane. Uh, it's like, <laughs> this is the Citizen Kane of video games now that there's audio in this game and I know what the story is. Boy. Uh, uh. Uh, uh. So, Square Enix uh, canceled the Final Fantasy 15 <laughs> DLC, published the Quiet. Man, well, I, I just, I just think it's really, I, I think it's really buck wild that we have the Quiet Man, but not the Bouncer Two, which I would actually love to play. Right. Um, uh-huh. But no, we have this uh, super racist. We have the Quiet game. Man. Mm-hmm. We have the Quiet Man. <sighs> Um. Yeah. So, thanks for joining the Quiet Man cast. Mm-hmm. The Quiet um, Fan. The Quiet Fan. The quiet, That's the name of the, the podcast. Fan. <laughs> uh, we never leave any comments on anyone's stuff, but we want you to know that we do appreciate all the stuff <laughs> <Merit. that> you do. <laughs> oh no. Uh, we've broke. We've broken everyone. Um. Stephen, what I don't else think I've you... talked about it. I don't think <laughs> I was about to say. What have you been playing? <laughs> I don't think I've mentioned a single thing that I've played or watched or we, done. We get it. We in get into like hour week. two of this, and we we get to what you've been up to, and then we can basically end the podcast. Yeah, I think we're pretty much done after I I gotta go over stuff. I've been reading and watching a lot of like manga and anime because I bought a the the Shonen Jump digital subscription thing which if people don't know is like for two dollars you can get access to like almost the entire shonen jump like back archives now so i've been going through like reading a bunch of like uh really trashy but fun oh boy i was trying to burp and talk (laughs) at the same time it's like and i just sounded like a teenager i I just you know i'm really thinking about all the you know i'm really been transported to the time that i was first getting into anime and it just makes me talk like this um Anyway, I have been reading a bunch of Black Clover, uh, which is a a manga about a uh, boy born into a world where everyone can do magic, except he can't do magic. And he has to become strong and use the power of friendship to overcome his, uh, you know, his negative traits and try and become the wizard king of the world. Oh. which is fun, okay. actually. It's actually a really, like, I've actually kind of really been enjoying it because it's this kind of this uh, good story of that they've kind of, like, teased out over time of, like, every character in that universe is very much like, oh, magic is everything in this world. You Like, your ability to do magic is the most important thing. And it's, like, the it's the merit, uh, it's the meritocracy that is going to, like, raise you to the top. And, like, very quickly on in the series, you find out, like, no, it's not. Like, the nobles run everything. The poor are still, like, shit on constantly. And even if you have, like, tons of magical ability, like, uh, they still treat you like dirt. Um, so that's been kind of, like, a cool sort of slow burn thing for me recently, even if it's kind of just, like, trashy... Uh, little fun times boy fights the world anime nonsense uh but the real thing that i'm pretty sure everybody probably wants to know about uh that i've been playing is anthem which i beat over the weekend uh speaking of the quiet man (laughs) 
um, this is not a good game either. I mean, but you were you were so like okay with it at the beginning. Like what? No. How, like what happened? So it's it's not it's it's very weird. It's very strange with Anthem. It's a strange case with Anthem because yeah. Anthem is is a good game. The the game parts of Anthem are good, but the shell that is wrapped around Anthem currently. Uh, and it's worth pointing out that you currently cannot buy Anthem. You can't, you literally, I mean, you can pre-order it or whatever, but you can't, like, purchase Anthem and just have a copy of the game right now. The only way right. to access it right now is on Origin Access Premier, which is the worst name for a service I have ever paid for. Um, <laughs> you can subscribe for, whatever, $15 a month or whatever to get access to their whole library, which includes one week early access to Anthem. And they are saying that they are going to be rolling out a patch that is going to fix, like, a ton of stuff. Which I've got like an article about that open right now with some list of stuff. But the big thing is that, and this is kind of the main issue that I think everybody has been talking about with this game right now, is that the load times in this game are so bad that they overwrite the entire experience of playing Anthem to the point wow. that it's basically all you can think about. <clears throat> So Anthem, if, if people don't know what Anthem actually is, which I've recently discovered there are people <laughs> that are like that who don't follow I'm every... I'm still not quite release. sure, like, what it actually is, to be <sighs> fair. Like, to be... I'm just going to be upfront about that. Mm -hmm. I still don't really understand what it is. Anthem is kind of a Destiny-like loot shooter. Uh, or it's more it's more division like honestly because it's third okay. person mm -hmm. uh, you it's sort of class based where you can just like switch classes on the fly because your classes are determined by these uh, mech suits called javelins that you fly around in they're more like powered armor it's like Iron Man armor mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, if we're going to be uh, really specific about it um, and you leave Fort Tarsus which is sort of your your destiny tower like area into an open world and you go shoot a bunch of monsters, and then you go on missions, and then when you come back, it says, here's all the loot you collected, equip your loot, raise your power level, very Destiny style, go back out, do that again, rinse, repeat. That's kind of the game. Um, the big hook is kind of, I think, the movement, which is uh, jetpacks and, like, lots of very, very Iron Man style just flying around the open world, and it feels mm -hmm. really good, and it's super well animated. There's, I actually think it's the worst class in the game, but the Interceptor class is the, like, uh, super fast-moving class, and when they jump in the air, they do, like, a forward flip. But then if you activate your uh, boosters, your jetpack uh, type thing, they do a backflip. So they do this, like, weird sort of, like, double flip through the air, like, that's very seamless and looks very nice. And if you're playing, like, the mage class, the, the storm, they, when they jump into the air, they do this, like, pirouette, like, little ballerina twirl and then activate their jet boots. And it, it's, like, very well animated. It's a good-looking game. But... It's just, you know, when, when, like, year one of Destiny rolled around, the original Destiny, so much of what made that game, like, like kept it alive in the, like, bad years when the story made no sense and the there wasn't enough endgame content was the fact that it was just, like, the best-playing first-person shooter on the market, period. It just felt better than anything else going. Anthem feels okay, but it doesn't feel that good. Mm. Okay. It's still, and it's, it's got all the same, a lot of the same problems that Destiny had at release, and Destiny 2 ended up having at release as well, which is that there's not a lot of endgame content, uh, it's really janky, the story is nonsense, the story is garbage, um, the, even the story missions themselves are not very fun, They're, it's fly to an area, kill some monsters, maybe stand inside of a circle, and then leave, and it's, yeah. it's kind of bizarre too, because they're like, the the actual fights are like five minutes. Like it's like a five minutes of gameplay and then 
two and a half to three minute load time back to base, and then another two and a half to three minute load time to get out of base. So you actually end up playing less of the game than you do sitting and looking at load screens, like literally right now. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and they this is something that they say that they're going to address, and it is apparently even it is better on SSDs. I do not have an SSD on my computer. I have mm-hmm. a hyperdrive, and mm-hmm. it has been about two and a half minute load times for me as well. Oh, but, wow. And this is something I kind of tweeted about and talked about on Twitter, which one of the big problems with this game for me is I played a lot of The Division. I think The Division is a, like, morally abhorrent <laughs> game. I think it's, like, storyline <laughs> is actually, like, super, uh, like, fascistic and bad. Um, and I don't know that The Division 2 is looking much better in that way, but I still played, like, 50 hours of The Division because it was just so seamless and it felt good enough, and you could just go from place to place shooting things and picking up loot and stuff and it just felt mindless enough that i could put a podcast on so like when i say that like you know i'm not having fun with the anthem know that i like these kinds of games i've put hundreds of hours into destiny i put more hours than i should into the bad one of these games which is the division one and yet i can't keep up with anthem because the downtime that you spend is so bad because on top of the low times on top of these terrible terrible low times you're back in fort tarsus moving in these it, it switches perspective to first person and you're supposed to go around talking to npcs and kind of learning their stories over time and some of those stories are actually pretty neat i will say like there is some good writing in there in the small margins although i think it really felt like the game, like, not to get too much into spoiler territory, but the game really, like, falters in a very non-Bioware-y way. It, it feels like like the, the writing is actually kind of weirdly incompetent in some spots where, like, the best character in the game is sort of this, uh, this uh, friendly character to you. I won't get into too much into spoilers because the game isn't even out for a lot of people, but there's a friendly character in that game who ends up betraying you, sort of, who up until that point, your character, your, your main character is like, no, they're good. Like, like, hey, nobody believes in this guy, but I believe in him, and everybody else needs to just calm down. And then he betrays you, but he betrays you to, like, save everybody he's like hey i betrayed you because it's going to the bad guys promised to not hurt you if i betrayed you and like gave them this thing so i'm sorry and then everybody in that game is like what a two-faced bastard what a piece of shit garbage i hate him so much like there is like and then your character's like yeah i never actually trusted him all along what a garbage boy and then throughout that rest (laughs) of that game he is just like constantly helping you and like feeding you information from the bad guy faction and everyone's like you and literally every time anybody signs off talking to him is like that two-faced bastard everybody's like talking about him like he's like (laughs) The, the most heinous villain of all time when and like it just feels like this total lack of nuance that I, you would find in Bioware games or you would expect from a Bioware game at the very least at this point and and this is a Bioware game by the way I don't, I don't even think I mentioned this is Bioware's <laughs> new like Bioware, game. Bioware, Bioware yeah Pro, yeah post uh, post uh, Andromeda yeah and yeah I just let, let me posit something really really <sighs> wild because b- between Anthem and uh, Spider-Man, which I, Spider-Man is a much better game than what I've played of Anthem, so I need to make that really clear. But I, I will say they have some like similar threads in that like I would rather swing around New York or fly around that map than do mm. any of the shit attached to the actual game. Like they right. like they got traversal of both of those games so well, but then nothing else feels quite good to me um and they both have the kind of thread of like maybe not incompetent writing uh but like bioware i think anthem is kind of 
incompetent is a strong word and I haven't played enough of it to really say that, but it's like what I've played was not impressive. Um, but like, you know, especially with the Spider-Man stuff, you're swinging around town and, you know, you, you're like helping all these cops basically install a surveillance state. Like that's right. really like the plot of the game. Um, and like every single person you beat up, you're like, go sell more drugs, you thug. Like, you know, to everyone, um, which like sucks. Uh, but like both, both of those games, like I love the feeling of getting around places. I would literally spend $15 on like a, a sandbox where I could just do that and not do any of the bullshit. And that's such a weird, like no one will ever do this, but I'm like, you could have saved. You could have saved a hundred million dollars <laughs> and the heartache of getting your ass kicked by uh, Apex Legends um, if you had just made like a cool little Iron Man uh, fly around simulator. But right. um, I don't know. It, I, I feel, mean, yeah, that, that's I, not the kind of game that EA is ever going no, to make. No, of course for, not. But, but sure. it's like I, uh, I, you know, I have such a soft spot for Bioware, and I really wanted everything post Andromeda to be like, hey, like we can still make this kind of great stuff. Like we were really hamstrung in this development process. And if you if you want to read about the development process for Mass Effect Andromeda, there's a lot of stuff out there about like what went wrong with that. And they've all been pretty upfront about like not being pleased with that product. And it's a really right. interesting, it's like a really interesting post-mortem that a lot of their devs have done. Um, Manvir Hare, I think is how you pronounce his name. He yes. Yeah. been extremely open about that stuff. He's no longer with EA or Bioware, but he has yeah. some extremely good Twitter threads. He's been on uh, Waypoint Radio in the past uh, talking about some of this stuff. And, like, basically his version of what happened with Rendromeda was, like, it was very much a problem of, like, director, like, of the director. It was, like, a this person has th this vision they think they're i was gonna say they think they're a david cage but i guess they are a david cage <laughs> it's like i have this vision and this vision sucks but i am a vision but i believe i am a visionary yeah uh and i want everybody else to do that and then so the gameplay team was like well we know how to make this we, we know how to make the moment to moment of this fun but like if the structure of this thing is going to be completely compromised by the by like unrealistic expectations and goals which like in the case of Andromeda it seemed like was very much like their whole initial pitch for Andromeda was oh you see a star in the star system you can go to that star you know you can right. you, mm. all these like No Man's Sky style procedurally generated things and then yep. over time as they realized what was uh, realistic and what was not like a million stars became a hundred stars a hundred stars became four you know mm -hmm. but in the in the end game or whatever and by the time it was that like they had decided realized that they could only do four there wasn't enough time to make those four any good either right. and i don't know what i don't I, I don't know that that's what happened with anthem or well, what is happening I, with anthem i i just feel like i to me it's just such a clear example of a publisher came in you know really made the kind of stuff that they wanted to make very difficult to make and this is kind of what we've ended up with. And right. I, I like, I'm not compelled at all by even the story beats of anything I've seen from Anthem, which was like the one thread I was holding on to. Like, okay, maybe the stuff that they do will be okay. Maybe there will be more relationships you can forge than they're really letting on. Like, maybe, you know, maybe, 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 maybe. And so, the more so I the more I played of it, the more I'm like, oh, okay, nope. Like, none of this is here. That that's um, actually kind of 
circling back to the Spider-Man comparison, like I think that's actually where those where that stuff that is best in Anthem, like with the best writing, is in those things. I think that that Spider-Man and Anthem have the reverse problems, which I think the incidental. Mm-hmm dialogue and little story beats in spider-man stink like all that oh like, yeah 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 uh, yep. like Peter, I, I think you you're should... totally right yep. yeah yeah you yeah, should yeah, know yeah. that drug the drug dealing is a racialized crime peter what right. are you doing no <laughs> like <laughs> yeah but the, but the stuff with uh doc ock is in that game is so good and like the yeah, stuff yeah, with yeah mj and peter is so good totally. uh whereas in anthem the the overarching story is just total like it's not even like Dragon Age Inquisition had a bad overarching story and really great individual characters. Yeah. Anthem has a dog shit <laughs> overarching story <laughs> and okay to good like well, little characters. Like there's a guy that you meet and he's in the VIP demo that a bunch of people I'm sure have played by this point. This yeah. uh this, this this scholar guy called Matthias or mm-hmm. Matthias. Yeah, Mat- um, Matthias? Matthias? It, it's yeah, spelled Matthias but they right. pronounce it Matthias, so right. I don't know. Um, and he's, his whole thing is like during that quest line, his major quest line that you do for him, he finds like this artifact that he activates and it splits him up into three people, each with like a different part of his personality. Uh, let me, let me stop you real quick. He becomes the plot of, uh, the Michael Keaton comedy vehicle, Multiplicity. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, it kind of does. It is, it is literally like all that was missing was a fourth Mateus that is like, I want to eat a dolphin. That's like (laughs) literally, literally the only difference, but go ahead head even sorry i interrupted you no it's it but but like it, i the thing that sticks out to me about that storyline is i feel like in a game like destiny for instance by the end of that storyline and it, it kind of feels like uh for a little while there that it like it this is the way it's going it's like okay by the time this is done everything's going to be back to the status quo because when this is done they need this like little hub area to look the same because they need to tell you other quest lines in the future with those characters mm. but in this when you finish this quest line, the, the solution ends up being, oh, we actually have to keep him split as three people permanently because that's the only way to save his life. So, like, they have to just, like, and then from then on, they are just kind of, like, trying to learn to live with each other. And it's, like, there's, like, a nerdy one, an adventurous one, and, like, a surly one and whatever. And then, like, <laughs> there are, like, little story beats after that fact uh, where they're, like, learning, like, oh, actually, like, e- when we were originally split, we were just, like, three parts of the original's personality. But now that we are split permanently, we can start to uh, evolve and grow emotionally and stuff like that so our personalities are already starting to diverge from our like archetypes and that stuff is cool like i like that stuff because that's something in destiny because they you know tess everest or whatever has to always be standing behind the counter to sell you cosmetics they can't do anything interesting with her or mm, right. zavala needs to always be there or if they do something interesting with them it's going to be in a cutscene at the beginning of an expansion because then then they can say okay we're wiping the slate clean we're doing something different now because you paid 60 dollars or whatever so we can move these pieces around but like having those little individual pieces move around just over the course of your own story because i presume uh the fort tarsus the uh, social area is not a social area i guess it's like a story area where no other players appear so they can kind of since it's all siloed off and instanced i guess they can kind of get away with that stuff a little bit more it's just that the overarching story and the things that you're doing and like how hard it is to get from one thing to the next is so bad that I just don't want to put up with it. I just don't want to get to that. And maybe this, this day one patch, this quote unquote day one patch that comes out seven days after the full game is out. (laughs) um, Maybe that will fix some of that for me. But right now, oof, oof, those load times, like those load times are so bad and the story is just not there. 
But yeah, so that's well, what I've mostly this, been playing is Anthem. This, this confirms basically everything I was worried about with Anthem and with Bioware, and we can't have anything good ever again. Actually, <laughs> I, I, I will tell you this. like The whole Anthem thing, real quick, before we, we get off, like, yeah. I... I uh, Nothing has made me feel more like a gamer I hate than feeling the way I feel about Anthem. Is getting mm. online and going like, we could have had Mass Effect. Like, I feel myself <laughs> saying that a lot just to, to random people. And I'm like, oh, no, I feel like a real gamer now that is, like, complaining about this. But I'm, I'm, I'm not, like, it's, it's, it's coming from a place of love, of, like, I don't think you get a company that builds the Mass Effect trilogy and the Dragon Age stuff. You don't fill a building with people who love that kind of thing and then shift them to this and expect the same result. You know what I mean? Like, I just mean from, like, a psychological perspective of, like, building a workplace. This is a really strange stretch for them. And I feel genuinely bad for... I think a lot of those folks that are making these games because I'm like, I I don't know what it would be like to have such a focus on relationships and exploration and this kind of like very specific thing that was commercially and critically successful successful for them and then shift to this completely different model. I mean, that is from a purely like getting up in the morning and going to work perspective. That is bumming me out thinking about right. that. Um, yeah, which, I mean, that's, which again, that's... I feel like a total like gamer TM for saying <laughs> stuff like that. But it's like, but it it is like I I was so attached to the Mass Effect trilogy in like such a specific way. I haven't been with really anything else, and right, the Anthem thing has just kind of been like, ah, oh, it's just taking the wind out of my sails. Uh, I mean, uh, that's a the, little th- bit. That's the thing, though, is like, you, like you just got to remember that you could not have had Mass Effect, right? Like, right, the, the environment that allowed a publisher like EA to let a company like Bioware put out a game like Mass Effect is not the environment that EA is finding itself in today. It's, or has not put itself in today where they are like, because of, you know, different business decisions that they have made and the way that they want to run that company with uh, like from the, like the way the people at the top of that company want that company to be run, which is very much like, well, we need a Fortnite respawn. Go make us a Fortnite. Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. Uh, we exactly. need a, we need a destiny and Bioware make us a destiny. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what's happening. This is also remember the company that made that uh, that allowed Dead Space to be, to happen around that same era of like Bioware uh, making Mass Effect, and then tried to turn Dead Space into a uh, co op action shooter like campaign with a multiplayer competitive multiplayer and stuff like that. Remember that? Yep. Remember when that happened? Yep, I do. Yep. Like, yep, yeah, yep, yep. 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 Uh, so just know, uh, you know make yourself feel better with the fact that the things you love are gone forever and would, would never come back. Uh, it's and, true. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Stephen, when you said earlier at the top of the podcast that this would probably be a shorter episode, I think you Lied. jinxed us very badly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I should have known that this would then turn into our, our longest, but I've enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, this has been good. This has been good times. I've enjoyed talking to both of you. Like I have also way. enjoyed this experience. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, fellow human, for expressing <laughs> joy with me. Let's um, go vote for Mark Zuckerberg for president. No, 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 no. No, no. Come on, gamers. There won't be a president by that time. Oh, God, you're so, you're so right. 
Um, okay. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I think that is, unless anybody's got anything uh, pressing to say or add to this, I think uh, you can probably find us on fanbite.com. Um, you can find me no, personally I do... as... Uh... Oh. I do have one thing. Yeah, yeah please. Uh, one thing to say really quickly. Um, we kind of dominated it for a second there. No, yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. It's, it is very important, though. I just I want to reiterate um, that the... The Ball State Daily News called it bad. Mm. <laughs> Wise words. <The> ball... <laughs> Wise words, Ball State Daily News. Thank you, Ball State. Thank you. Ball State. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Ball 13. State, go on, Chapo. Uh... <laughs> oh, thank you, Ball State. Um... Uh, ball State, you can follow Ball State at at Ball State called it bad <laughs> on Twitter. Uh... <laughs> Well, I'm I'm getting that now, so just hold hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna get just, ball state. Uh, uh huh. Okay, called it bad. While while John is uh, taking that extremely important uh, social media brand for us, Merritt, <laughs> where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at Merritt K, um, and sometimes I'm writing stuff for us too. Mostly I'm behind the scenes i'm a puppet master of sorts but um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah no i wrote something today about how to get into apex if you're a titanfall 2 vat mm-hmm. um which mm-hmm. is very good ba- based on you know it's based on my personal experiences you know so it's it's really close to home for me um uh, and i just hope that other people you know i'm sharing my story and i just hope that they can also uh you know see themselves in it really yeah yeah uh-huh yeah. yeah, I think we can all see a little bit of ourselves in Titanfall 2. Uh, and yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. very deep. Thank you. Yeah, you're John, welcome. John, other than the Ball State Daily News uh, editorial room, <laughs> where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at floppyadult. Uh, and yeah, you can find me. Oh gosh, I, mean, I don't think I've written anything for Fanbyte in a grip. Um, but. I I say I do a lot for us. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. And as we know, that's all that counts. That's if all you just say that it enough, matters. People believe it. The resume says it, so it's fine. Um, one, and one day I will ask you why you are floppy adult on social. Uh, media. Oh, I can. I can. T- I, do you want me to tell you that story right now? Give me that. Can you give me that story in like under four and a half minutes? Oh, definitely. I can give you it in thirty seconds. Uh, when give I was it to me. when I was born, I was born with a neuromuscular disorder, and um, I when I was born, I had no skeletal muscle mass, and. Uh, the doctors looked at my mom and said, you have a floppy baby. And, um, and so when I came of age, I became floppy adult. So here I am. Thank you You put away the things of a floppy baby and you took up. (laughs) Yeah, we, we absolutely do that. Yeah. It's actually, uh, I, I don't know if it's a scientific term, but it is a common (laughs) term, uh, floppy baby, which is very, very strange. So yeah. The doctors of Amarillo, Texas. Thank you so much for inspiring <laughs> my twi- my Twitter name. Um, but yeah, that's the story. That's it. Uh, well, that is a very inspiring story. <laughs> for more inspiring stories, you can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> uh, yep. I am at Steven Strum. Uh, one day I will tell you the story behind that. Oh, please strange do. Strange social media name. Please uh, do. <laughs> And I think that's going to be about it for us here on FanWidth episode for whatever we call it with the subtitle. Thank you for listening, gamers. 
Mary, John, what do we say? John, do you want do you want me to say oh. it? John, do you want to say oh, it? Oh shit! Can we get the guest to say it? Oh, uh, was there? Are a you a true st- fan? Are you a true fan, John? Do you uh, know what we say at the end? Um, keep gaming, gamers. Is that uh, it? That's per- it. that's almost mm. it. That's basically it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, like I've listened to every episode, but I'm like, I, I'm, I'm going back. I'm like, oh man, do I like, am I one of those horrible people that leaves 20 seconds before it really is? <laughs> oh, no, that's no. it, right? Keep gaming, gamers. That's, keep, gaming, keep gaming, gamers. gamers. Yeah, that's Thank it. You. Okay, yeah. you know what? Keep gaming, True fan, gamers. John Warren, floppy adult, floppy Thank man. Thank you so much. <laughs> floppy man. <laughs> Bye, gamers. I love you. <laughs> I did.